If you enjoy the Three Rivers Academy, please click the link below to donate to the MetaHumans Rising GoFundMe campaign. Thanks. I'm sure that anybody here would be more, would be more than pleased to see Eliza Dushu do whatever she's planning on doing around your head. Yeah, putting any part of her body. And I was going to say except for her butt, and then I was going to go, well, you know what, even her butt. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Who don't like some butt motorboating? House Stock Productions presents Open Actions, an actual play podcast featuring Archie, Krista, Mike, and Dave Silva, author of the Open Action System. In our last session, we got some stuff done around the base. If I remember the order of events, Savant Next Gen working together got all the information stuck in Savant's head that you collected from Blink's house in Russia, transcribed onto the computer. You guys actually haven't decrypted any of it yet. I believe that Savant... I believe Savant, Savant developed a, a cipher for it, but you haven't actually gone through it yet. XGen wrote a program to decrypt the text. It's just that it was so much, and we're using equipment from the 1950s. It'll take a while. Yes, and it involves one of the, the most humorous roles I think we've ever made. Which is not, can XGen write the program? It's, can XGen tolerate using such an ancient computer? <laughs> In addition to that, XGen spent some time to downgrade her internal systems to work on our lesser Wi-Fis. And I did some implants. Oh, yes. Oh, and is Windows Tech compatible now? <laughs> the implants was my, one of my particular favorite things. <laughs> The party now has internal codecs. Of course, Flux was the test subject for XGen's attempts at developing these. First round didn't go so well. Uh, well, I mean, they're not brain dead, so... (laughs) So I would call that a success. She learned much from the uh, issues she had when she implanted them into Flux and Savant's was much, much smoother. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. You guys also use the internal security systems to go back and look at information about the cryopods because when you had inspected it to see what kind of condition it was in, you found it to have been somewhat recently repaired, which caused sparks of alarm. Uh, going back through the old security cam footage, you found that the people who came in to tape Captain Patriot also apparently spent some time to fix up Savant's cryotube, and the person turned out to be Dr. Lifespark, or somebody who looked amazingly like him. Blink showed up on the roof of the base. Flux went out to have a nice conversation. It turned out Blink had dropped a tracer on Savant and X-Gen, after Flux freaked out and left them behind back in the field when they had met the musician. The flautist. She used it to track them down so she could ask Flux about Space Hitler, because she was concerned. They had quite the pleasant conversation. Blink decided to give, decided to kind of help Flux in regards to Life Spark, but not the musician. What did she agree to do to... She was going to keep start... Tra- Looking for any prisoners or whatnot he had? Yeah, or evidence about the giant monsters that will inevitably run over and destroy New York. Right. And because she's a criminal, she has a code to keep. 
She made sure that she had to charge you. But because your intentions were altruistic, she gave you a nice discount. Only charged you a quarter. I gave her one of uh, Savant's quarters. So you know, quarter from like the 1950s? So it might be worth like two bucks. <laughs> never give someone, you never give someone more than they ask for. Terrible. Terrible. Business. Considering Flux doesn't really care about the money, it's not that big an issue. You guys already found her stash of cash. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Ah! <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, did anything else happen after that? Because I think we ended shortly after that. That was basically the end of the episode. Yeah, that's All the right. last thing I remember. Oh, Flux got some work in on his uh, blink trap. Ah, uh, yes. Which is what led us to figuring out that LifeSpark was the one who uh, took Captain Patriot and has been maintaining the uh, cryopods. Oh, because also... Because the materials inside of the cryo chamber were recently updated. Yeah, it was because you were working on the trap that you realized that the pod had been repaired and you checked the video footage to find out that he has Patriot. This wasn't verified, but you heavily suspected that the files you got didn't actually belong to Blink. Uh, no, she actually told us that she was keeping files for LifeSpark, and I did not tell her that we already had them. And I think there was something else about the elemental robberies were still going to happen. Yeah, she's still she's still under contract with the musician. She wouldn't actually stop working with him. Unlike LifeSpark turning out to be Space Hitler, he hasn't actually broken her moral code. So, We should welcome back a returning player. Julian, say hello. Hello. Nice to be back. We've missed you. I can tell. It just hasn't been the same without you around to take all the punches for us. Wow. Yeah. I seem pretty well good at doing that. Now, earlier today... We helped Julian roll up a new character for the Out of Time game. We figured we should finish out this storyline. So, Julian, if you would, give us some uh, information about... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, because we're on the air, what, what do you think about introducing Julian's character by way of him uh, having a freakout after escaping? All right, let me set up the scene for him getting his freedom. Tell us what your character is doing while he's trapped. What is his current living condition? Yeah, Constriction Rex in cage. Always in cage. <laughs> count bars in cage. Also, thank you for doing a voice. Always count bars. 37 across, 15 now. On this day, much like every other day, as you sit in your cage, counting your bars, waiting for the next battery of tests, the disappearing girl shows up in the lab. She doesn't <laughs> seem to be acting like she always used like she always did before she always seemed you know upbeat casual no care in the world today seems a little different she seems a little on edge seems to be looking around a bit more mm. especially when life spark isn't actually paying attention to her wait till disappear girl look at me and wave as she looks over to where you your cage always rests you wave, and it actually startles her, because apparently, despite the fact that you could always see her, it didn't seem like she could actually see you until you moved. Crustacean Rex, move again. Uh, the disappearing girl narrows her eyes slightly, frowns, 
disappears from the room to appear closer to LifeSpark. The doctor for you. They're a bit farther away from you than usual, so you can't really hear what they talk about. But you can see the doctor starts gathering things as if for a trip. You've seen him do this a couple of times, but only when the disappearing girl shows up to take him somewhere. While he's gathering things, she disappears and actually appears directly in front of you. Crustacean Rex startled. She'll lean towards you. Do you understand me? In a quiet voice. Crustacean Rex not. I love this character so much. (laughs) (laughs) She will start to kind of flicker and kind of fades from view slightly, but she's close enough, and since you were looking right at her, you can still tell she's there, but it seems like she's out of sync with the world. You can pretty much see through her. As she starts pulling long metal things from pocket and begins messing with the lock to your cage. Disappearing girl, do something. It doesn't take long before you can actually hear the cage door unlocking. But she doesn't move to open it. As she puts the metal things back into her pocket, she says to you, wait five minutes after we leave, then get out of here. And then she disappears back over near LifeSpark. Well, look her off for timepiece. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't see one. Precision Rex count. One, two, three. So you count to what you're fairly certain is five minutes. Precision Rex open door. Slow. Door opens nice and easily. Doesn't even squeak. Yeah, Crustacean Rex get out of cage. Close door. As you close the door, you hear the locking gauge. Scratch head. Which way out? Go left. Crustacean Rex go left. Go left. Yeah. Alright. Make me a fortune roll. 2d6. Um, actually, roll a third die and add your uh, ex-lab assistant background. For some reason, you have a good feeling you know this area, this layabout. Ooh, six. So that's 14 plus lab assistant is three, so 17. Did you roll any sixes, or did you get yeah, six? There's one six. So yeah, between your background and a bit of good fortune, you managed to figure out the path to the exit. Uh, Upon arriving at what appears to be a large metal door, you see that it, too, appears to be unlocked. Hmm. Disappearing girl, good. Quietly open door. You're blinded by sunlight. As the door opens, you appear to be staring out from a cliff face. Uh, Before you is the ocean. There's a small path that appears to have been carved into the cliff face being... Away from the door, up towards the top of the cliff. Crucifix and Rex look at fingers. Mm, climb wall. Yeah, you are more. You are more than capable of climbing a craggy wall. Upon arriving at the top of the cliff face, you can see little ways into the distance the lights of a city. Beyond that, it just seems like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Crucifix and Rex head for city. You just gonna walk there? Uh, jump for now. Basically, bunny hop your way across the ground? Well, trying to do, jump as far as you can. Alright, um, after a couple of hops, roll your fortune plus intuition, 
and you can add your experiment to your intuition roll. Fortune 5, experiment is 11, so 16, 3 dice, 24, uh, no 6s. As you land for the, from like the third hop, you realize you're leaving large divots every time you hit the ground. And uh-huh. if you look backwards, you can actually plot your path from each divot you leave from the landing of each jump. Not good. Leave big hole in ground. Yeah, leave bigger hole in ground. Tunnel. You find your abilities to tunnel are incredibly powerful. And you are very, very fast. So you pull a Bugs Bunny to town. Unfortunately, you made a left, and, and you're not going to make it to Albuquerque. Damn, I got that wrong. You made a you made a right at Albuquerque because he always says I should have made a left at Albuquerque. <sighs> My references, they're so weak today. Don't worry, Mike. It's not just today. Uh, second dig. So does he run into anything that doesn't seem like dirt? Yeah, you encounter a few things that aren't dirt. They don't slow you down much. You encounter a fairly large stone. You make it through it pretty easily. You seem to. It seems like you were pretty good distance from the city. Um, probably take you about an hour to get there. To the Super Friends! You know, we don't have a cool name yet. Nope. You're the Super Friends until you do. It is later in the day after Blink made her impromptu visit. What have you been up to? We're getting close. We're getting to a point where we're ready to start the uh, decryption algorithm, right? Uh, the program was written and was running, but due to the equipment you're using... It's going to be a very slow process as it tries to print out the decrypted information. And there was a lot of information. Oh, this is going to take way too long. This may take days. Quite possibly. Let me lose this internet thing and maybe I could buy a newer computer. It's not like I have government contacts that I could actually... Do I have government contacts? Anyway, so... Well, she's busy there, so I can't ask her. Right, so... Savant will look into what to more modern computers, and also to find out how much money she actually has in her bank account. I'd ask you to give me a research role, but... <laughs> so, you quickly managed to learn quite a bit about modern, more modern-day computers, and you find your bank account still appears to be in pretty good condition. I mean, how much is in there? I know we've been accumulating interest since the 50s. Yeah. Thanks to the compound interest, there's a good amount of money in there. The problem occurs with you're not really sure how to access it. Well, I got my I got my passbook. <laughs> I can go to the bank. <laughs> yeah, when your pr- account was set up, there was no online banking. You'd have to go to the bank and prove to them that you are who you say you are 50 well, years later. ID. I got my ID. What I'm saying is you'll have to physically go to a bank to get to the money. I'll leave a note for the others instead of like they're busy. Headed to bank to get money. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Sounds like something a supervillain would write. <laughs> <laughs> and I leave it at the table, and I'm going to go ahead and I go to the bank. My passbook and my IDs. Alright, so your bank isn't too far off, because you guys are pretty close to the financial district. It won't take sure. you too long to get over there. While you're making your way to the bank and getting in line... Well, this hasn't changed any. If anything, it's slower. What is Flux up to? Uh, having spoken with Blink, Flux will debate whether or not he needs a Blink Trap and then continue to work on his Blink Trap. Are you working on the Blink Trap while a different you is standing there contemplating it, stroking your chin? Yes. Yes, in fact, I am. Yeah. I had a feeling you would. 
Flux both ponders the point of making a trap and makes the trap at the same time. What is X-Gen up to? Do you need help? I can certainly use a hand. Okay, what can I do? Well, I'm trying to extrapolate, based on what we know about these quantum inverters, if we can incorporate that into this stasis chamber to create a beacon when Blink teleports so that no matter where she's going, this is where she'll end up and won't be able to leave. Well, I'm sure I can provide an alarm. Your mastery of engineering allows you to get a pretty good idea of what he's trying to do, though you don't really understand the science behind it. As he's working and putting pieces together, you can see what you can kind of see what needs to go where in order for certain aspects of it to work. You can definitely speed up his work on the blink trap, and with your uh, expertise, make it a tad bit sturdier than he would have with his. Actually, do you have engineering flux? Yeah, my engineering is a piddly thing. Basically, while you're working, Xgen pretty much kind of pushes you out of the way and starts doing the work herself while you direct her as to what needs to go where. Oh, those are the specs. I got this. She doesn't understand the science behind it, but she definitely knows how to put the pieces together. And while everybody is occupied, Blink appears in the base, just standing in the middle of the base looking around. Okay, so she's like in plain sight of everyone. Yeah. She's not hiding. She just appeared right in the center of your base and started looking around for you guys. Well, presumably she doesn't have a degree in quantum physics, so I'm not going to act nervous or caught. I guess I'll see her out of the corner of my eye and nudge... Actually, I'll see her out of the corner of her eye and nudge Flux and be like, hey, isn't that your girlfriend? <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has not seen that movie. He can't make that joke. <laughs> Maybe she's talking based on uh, her own personal knowledge. <laughs> Seeing where you guys are standing, she blinks over to you. You almost never see her walk anywhere. How are your legs on atrophy? Do you I, have to, I have to stand. Do you have a treadmill at home? No, see, I cease existing in one place and start existing in the other. Well, I know what that's like. You know, I might actually have to spend some time talking to you about this because I have no freaking clue how I do what I do. Besides the point, off track, you need to go to the outskirts of town. Okay. You have to save a crustacean. A crustacean? Yeah, I found something in the doc's lab, and I kind of helped set it free without the doc knowing. And when we got back, he realized it was missing, and then had he didn't tell me anything was missing, so I had to pretend I didn't know why he seemed so concerned. But he had a message for my current boss, and I think the message was to recapture the thing I set free. I don't think that crustacean-type thingy should be experimented on by the doctor anymore, so you got to go save it. It appears to be intelligent. I have no idea what you're going to do with it after you save it, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's some human that's been mutated into other things. Not a crustacean that's been mutated into a human? Too human-looking. Besides, based on what you said, doesn't sound like he'd really care if it was human first or not. But get to it. I, I, got, I got messages to deliver. And she disappears. All right. Do you know where Bank Savant went to? Bruce, Bank of Metahumans? I don't... No. No, I don't... I, wait, uh, wait, hold on. The... Boop, boop. Hey, Savant, where are you? I am attempting to go to this bank called Chase Manhattan. Apparently, manufacturer's handover has been closed for several years. Oh, wait, where is that exactly? 
Yeah, I, well, I'm on the 33rd of Madison. Have you been waiting in line long? <laughs> uh, I think I'm about... I'm, I'm third person in line right now. Okay, well, I apologize in advance for this. You just fast-forwarded her. <laughs> She's standing there with her passbook and ID in her left hand. And she looks at you as you port her in and out of port in and port her out of the bank. Yeah, gotta gotta port her to the uh, edge of town. Could have dropped me off at the at the bank base first, so I could drop my stuff off, right? You had to bring me straight here. Sorry, uh, crustacean on the loose. Does that mean I should go ahead and get some butter sauce ready? I don't know. All right, so Julian. As you are digging along, you start to notice a change in material. Hmm. The earth seems to be hardening around you, slowing you down and causing friction. This strange. Go up. You notice as you push your way up, the ground becomes easier to move through above you, as if it's helping you push your way up. As you uh, break the surface, you hear what sounds like music. I'm guessing you take a moment to look around and whatnot. Yeah... You're on the outskirts of the town. A lone man is leaning against a tree not far away from you, playing a long, thin piece of metal. The music appears to be coming from it, and he's looking directly at you, and he doesn't seem all that concerned. Crustacean Rex, look at man. He's dressed oddly to you. Granted, you've only really seen two people, but for some reason in your memory, he doesn't seem like he should be dressed the way he's dressed. Kind of, the first word that comes to your mind is foppish. As you stare at him and he stares back, the music acquires a subtle change, and you notice the rocks and earth around you begin to coalesce into humanoid golems of stone. Uh Uh-oh, this looks like Doctor Fight. Armor up. Um, As you armor up, you notice the air above you starts to swirl and take on uh, humanoid forms as well. Water begins to bubble out of the ground as more forms take on humanoid shape, this time made of water. Big fight. And last but not least, uh, sparks occur from the stones on the rock golem body, casting off sparks as the rocks click together, and springing forth are what appear to be golems made of fire. There appear to be three of each kind, all standing around you as the man stops playing his music. Hmm. No matter. Who's standing closest? The rock golems are the three standing closest to you. They've created a triangle around you. Okay. Take one point and try to break it. Punch that rock golem! Okay, so since I am not supersized, I get to use my crusty claw. Three dice. Ouch. Ouch. Two, one, and a three. Well, you're rolling well already. It's a good sign. So what's your total? 32. And how much damage do you deal? Eight. All right, so you have no problem hitting it, but you don't appear to do much damage. Just chip a couple small chips off of it. Okay. Do I use your second action or hold it? Swing again. (laughs) I get three threes this time. Seven, so that's 36. Yeah, you have absolutely no trouble hitting these things. But same result, you do only small bit of damage. Hmm. 
you get the feeling you could keep punching it at the rate you're currently going, and it would take a really long time to take down. Okay. All three of them uh, take a swing at you at the same time. So, normal defense is 26. It's a 31. They all hit you at the same time, dealing 9 damage. You take 1. Unless you want to burn your impervious. Hell no. So yeah, their attacks pretty much have the almost exact same effect as your attacks did. AKA, almost nothing. The air elementals swirling above you will all fire down gusts of wind. 33 will hit. That's 12 damage. That's before defense? Before armor, rather? Yeah. Literally twice as much damage as the earth golems. The fire golems will all uh, huck giant balls of flame at you. That's a 40. That hits. This one's going to tingle. 18, nope, sorry, 20 damage, because I got a 6. Ow. Okay, so I take, I take 10 on that one. Okay. If you don't want to take 10, you can pop an impervious. That sounds, like, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. You get two free uses of it, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Impervious. Dip, two. So, give me a quick idea of what that looks like as uh, these... Three balls of flame converge as they about to hit you. He hunkers down. Um, Construction right hunkers down, and his arm his armor just spreads out a little bit. It's like this it beefs up, so it, so it just, just takes the hit. So as your scales kind of overlap and beef up, the fire just hits them and washes off, washes over them. Yeah. And the water elementals all start wrapping you up in the water, which freezes to ice. Okay. Does 23 hit you? No, it doesn't. Nope. 26. So yeah, as the water tries to crystallize around you, your plates kind of shift and, you know, the ice cracks away. Unable to get a good purchase. The man doesn't seem to be interested in doing anything. He's just currently watching the fight. At the beginning of the next round, Flux, you and your compatriots appear. And you see a familiar musician and a bunch of creatures. All quite familiar, attacking one giant crustacean-like guy. So, crab monster? Are you calling towards him? No, no. Like, describe what he looks like. Uh, roughly humanoid shape, bulky, articulated armor around all the limbs. And he has one oversized claw on his left hand. Um, but everything, everything looks like it's pretty much armored over. Yeah, that does kind of look like a big giant crab. <laughs> Walking on two legs. <laughs> Alright, now we're going to need initiative rolls from everyone. My initiative is... 41. Alright, X-Gen had to step away, and she has a 34. What'd you get, Archie? 38. What's Flux got? 54. The elementals will go first. Because they be the slowest. Well, I, I, for one, would love to be able to stop them in their tracks. Uh, you're certainly welcome to roll off against them if you want to go try and beat some of them. Keeping in mind, all all four groups are currently mobs, so... The air elementals are a range increment above you. The earth elemental and the water elementals are in close range with crustacean Rex, and the fire elementals are one range increment away from him. You guys are one range increment off to the side of the both Crustacean Rex and the Fire Elementals. 
So I would have to take an action in order to close into short range. You're at short range. You would need to take a turn to safely move into close range, or you would need to take an action and sprint into close range, but then you're exposed for the rest of the turn. And which I don't want to be. And because of roleplay reasons, I don't have my shield accessible, so I can't throw that. Anyway, let me just go ahead and move, move in normal range. Move in normal to close the distance. Keep in mind, if memory serves, you're uh, proficient in using rapid actions, so you could take a rapid action to go to move and attack. So I could sprint in and take a rapid action if I if this use. Yeah, that just it would leave you exposed though. Yeah, I seem to recall those things being kind of nasty. All right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna attempt. Let me just go ahead and see if I could close the distance. All right, but you won't be able to actually uh, count. No, I won't attack. I'll just close the distance. I'll take one action to get closer, and I'll leave you. I just want to. I just want to, uh, them to see that I'm there. All three Earth Elementals are going to swing at Senor Rex. So thirty-five and thirteen damage. Wow, three more points. Yes, yeah, so I'm sure you're concerned, Mister Giant Stamina. Speaking of giant, I go Did next, you- right? Uh, nope. The water elementals and the air elementals and the fire elementals will go. Oh. You get the option to interrupt them, so you can either take an active defense or try to directly attack them to prevent them from hitting you. As long as you can beat whatever they their attack is, your action will happen and theirs won't. Okay. Why does one take, take his, next, his next turn just, just to grow to his full size? So I might as well wait to let him attack. Do you get tougher when you get larger? Uh, yeah. Well, if you want to take an active defense against the water elementals attack against you, I'll let you grow and take that active defense at your giant defense. But you only have one action when your turn gets around then. Okay. The water elementals are going to try and trap you again. Since you're taking an active defense, you get to roll against them. So what does that look like? Kind of looks strange as like the plates separate and new plates come out come out from underneath him and it keep it keeps doing that so it looks like he's basically hollow but gigantic. If I may make a suggestion, please um, do. As the plates expand, there's a green light inside of you that pulses, and new flesh forms from the light to fill in the cracks as you expand and grow in size. Ah. Let's hope it's not radioactive. For the other members of the party, the green light looks very familiar. You've all been bathed in it before. You don't get the good flavor this time, though. Well, it wasn't so good for Flux. But yeah, now you guys are uh, get to see a 10-meter-tall crustacean monster, and their attacks miss. Your new defense is far superior to their sad little trapping attack. The air elementals kind of seem to vanish into the air. Does anyone here have tracking? Oh, nope. we're back at this again, huh? She just walked away, but uh, X-Gym does. Flux does as well. So I do. Not as good, but I do. But yeah, they've basically entered stealth. If they decide to attack you, they'll be doing it against your surprise defense, and if you want to counter that, you'll need to make a sense perception tracking as they vanish from sight. Then the fire elementals will unload on Senior Rex. Do you want to use your second action as a defense, or just take it? Nah, I'll just take this one. 
That's a 47 with three sixes. Ouch. And that's 24 wounds. Uh, see, my armor is 11 of this size, so... You still have another free use of impervious if you want. I may need that, I may need that later, so I'm, I'm hanging on to it. As they unload really painful flames upon you. X-Gen, you are up next. Since I'm not sure you were here. The arrow, three arrow elementals just went into hiding. Actually, I think you're going to have to paint the whole... Like, give us the whole breakdown of the scene here. Alright. Bring Riker down. You guys appeared about a range increment away from the fight between the, at the time, much smaller crustacean man, who was surrounded by three earth elementals and three water elementals. Above him were three air elementals, and further away were three fire elementals, and they were all basically blasting at him when you guys arrived. After you arrived, the earth and water elementals continued their attack, but the crustacean then grew to become 10 meters tall, or over 30 feet tall. As he grew, the plates on his the armored plates on his body expanded and grew, and the gaps they left behind were filled with the same green light that LifeSpark used to heal you guys. And wherever the light glowed through the openings in his body, new flesh seemed to appear. What's the general consensus from the team on this guy? Like, how do we all feel about him? Well, we'll find out if he attacks us. Yeah, the three arrow elementals that were above him all entered into stealth and are now hiding on the battlefield somewhere. If you wanted to try and detect them, you'd have to use sense perception and tracking to try and detect them. What do we feel about the crustacean? We know that Blink set it free. We know that it's intelligent and was being experimented on by Dr. Lifespark. Yeah, we can't actually trust it. could be bad. We also know that the flautist is trying to capture the crustacean. I did forget to mention that he is on the battlefield, but he is a couple range increments away from you guys and just playing his flute. Exgen looks off into that like short distance and sees the flautist and goes, this jackass again, her hip compartment like uh, ejects sideways, ejects out of her thigh, and her gun pops up, and she gra- her laser pistol pops up, and she grabs it, and um, I don't know, aims for the flautist face. Just before you roll, I just want you to know his shirt is even more pretentious and floofy than it was the last time you saw him. Uh, fight! <laughs> Action fights the desire to just shoot the shirt, to just shoot the ruffles on the front of the shirt. Forty-seven and two sixes. As you fire off a barrage of attacks, he changes the tone of his music suddenly, and a wall of earth erupts from the ground in front of him, intercepting your laser blast. Oh, but it's a laser. Dirt can't stop lasers. Damn it. How do you even see me? You have a second action? Alright, well, then I would just like extra to um, run towards him as fast as she can and vault over the... Uh, stone face that he has erected and he's trying to punch down at his face. So, nine and four dice. Life just explode my dice. Twenty-five and two sixes. Oh, and then double it, so... Alright. <laughs> I'm mad. You managed to close the distance quite nicely with expert skill. Punching down at his mouthful. He'll spend his second action to take another act of defense. As you vault his stone wall... A quick tune causes it to curve and follow you 
as oh. it curls over his head, and you pretty much kind of stomp on it above him. Okay. So he kind of ducks down, and the wall comes over him? He doesn't even have to duck. The wall basically just covers him before she can land on him. F this guy. Him and his cocky dodges. He's got a good active defense. Uh, Savant, you've already spent an action to close the distance with the enemies. You are now in melee range of the earth golems, water golems, and the 30-foot-tall crustacean monster. Alright, well, let me try to do the earth ones. You do remember they were exceptionally easy for you to hit. Yeah, so what I'm gonna... I don't believe you ever missed one attack against them. Your problem was you didn't deal any damage to them. So I will attempt to apply, apply heavy blow to my rapid action, and let me teach him how it's done. So So you'd be 22 plus 5 dice and dealing 15 damage twice. So let me do that. Nasty. <laughs> That's pretty nasty. Yeah. So, 5 dice. Alright, come on. Give me some good numbers. Good numbers. Bam. All them 6s. No 6s, but I'm pretty sure I hit them. Let's see. 23 and base well, and 18. For, for the record, you have absolutely no trouble hitting them, even with the reduced hit. And you do quite a bit more damage this time than you did with any previous attacks, as good-sized chunks rip off of them. Yeah, my heel, my, my, shoe, my boots are so going to regret this. They look pretty beat up as you go in there like a whirling dervish of feet and fist. Krusty! Because I've grown, I automatically get the area effect? As long as you're okay with hitting Savant, Yes. <laughs> Or you can spend a willpower not to hit Savant and hit all of the earth and water elementals. Okay, so I'll spend, I'll spend my the one willpower. Now, give me an idea of how you're hitting all of them without hitting Savant, since they're all right around your feet. Well, it's basically a sweep attack. You just bring the claw down and sweep and, and just sweep around. Right, but she's right in with all the uh, earth elementals. Oh, I had a great vision of how this could work. You could just take your giant claw and slam it down and make sure that your claw is open just enough so that when it lands, the, each pincer is right to the side of Savant. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds terrifying. But awesome. Yes. I would pee all over myself. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> Roll your giant claw attack. The giant claw is... Wait, wait, wait. So, just as a reminder, you can always activate your discipline, which would give you an extra 8 to hit, bringing it up to uh, 45, and your damage to 14. God, that's overkill. Which, um, we've established that these things are super easy to hit, so you could actually do um, heavy blow twice with, like, a 25 to hit, and... uh, (laughs) Actually, you know what? You could do heavy blow three times. <laughs> With a 15 to hit, you're rolling five dice on this, and you would do 21 damage. Ouch! Okay, five dice coming up. Uh, only one one. Pair of fives, pair of threes. Yeah, you hit all of them. I can only see... Precision Rex smash! I can only see this from Savant's perspective. <laughs> Holy... That's what I'm thinking. Holy shit! <laughs> no, I can't swear. My dad will kill me. <laughs> I think he'd understand. Right. Holy cow! I know this isn't something we've done very often, so most of you guys probably don't think about it, but I think 
That totally needs a splash panel. I think that actually is worth a splash panel also. I, I, I concur. Just this giant claw slamming to the ground and a little speech bubble above Savant going, so, so holy, that, and then dot, that, dot, dot. So I, I could just see Savant, like, basically going ahead and, like, oh, like this, like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. Let's see if any of them are still up. Well, no. as a splash panel, no. <laughs> three of those dice just became sixes, so that's an extra six damage. <laughs> That was necessary. I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> well, we saw you disappear in this. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I had visions of everyone in the group like um, having exclamation points over them in the comic strips where it's like everyone's face in shock. Yeah, everybody's turning to see if Savant's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and You'll then, have to struggle a second to keep your footing as the ground quakes uh, from the impact. At this point, all that remains is mud. To slam my earpiece away. Savan, Savan, are you okay? <laughs> the voice cracking and everything. Yes. <laughs> wow, the claw missed me by that much. Uh, I think my response would be, "Please don't close. Please don't close. Please don't close." <laughs> Actually, I would need to use an action to close my claws, wouldn't I? Not to damage, but just to pick her up and move her out of the way. I mean, I okay. As long as you're not attacking her, I won't stop you from just picking her up, picking her up and moving her. Yeah, is Savant like in a small valley now? Like just like surrounded by, she's on like a little raised. Well, platform. okay, he's only he's he's what the sk- He's ten meters high now compared to the other one. Yeah, he's oh. the size of a three-story building. So if his hand was like the size of my hand, it was let's say six inches. So if you multiply that by five. It's like three foot hand. It's not that big. That's all I want to do. Move her away. This doesn't look like the doctor. It doesn't look like disappearing girl. You're not sure what. You're not sure what. The, you're not sure what to think of this one. So move it out the, out of the way and <laughs> take can figure that out. You guys all see the claw just kind of pick something up and set it down off to the side. Recognize that thing being savant going. Yeah, I don't know whether I don't know whether to be uh, scared or freaking annoyed at this misogynistic feeling crab. that I can't do anything to help him. Can a crab people's be misogynistic? I was about to say that's a great name for a band, misogynistic crab. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm the lead singer for misogynistic crab. Yeah, I met you last summer. <laughs> They'd have to be an emo band. No, I'm, I'm thinking more of like a ska band or screamo. It's really just one guy, and he's a white guy with an acoustic guitar who shows up to all the parties. And dreads. Well, of course. He's got to be white guy dreads. Smelling of patchouli. Yeah, blonde dreads. He's got a puka shell necklace. Aww. Birkenstocks. I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all met that guy. On his uh, car, there's a book says, my other home is the earth. Free to bet. (laughs) And it looks brand new. Congratulations. We've collectively made the world's biggest (laughs) douchebag. Alright, so all that remains are three hidden air elementals and three fire elementals. And the fucking flautist. Lux, you're up. And yes, the musician. So... I can see that Savant is okay. Shaken, but not hurt. 
teleport over to the flautist and ask, so how is this in protecting the environment? He'll sigh. I'm doing a favor for somebody. Why must you always interfere? What do you care about a crustacean? Doesn't matter. I know that it's being attacked and it needs to be protected. And you probably don't need that. I'm going to try and disarm the flautist, which um, I know it's not my best talent, but since I had a little back and forth with him, I'm going to add in my distraction. And what the hell, I don't want him to have that, so I'm going to explode my dice on <laughs> Okay. That is a 56, including the penalty to disarm. <laughs> Alright, so like taking candy from a baby, you just <clears throat> pluck the flute from his hands? So the flute, like he's got the flute in his hands, and the flute is in my hands? I didn't actually move? There's a bit of a whistling breath before he stops trying to play air. He sighs. That's very annoying. <laughs> Exigen standing off to the side going, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Language! You know the funniest thing about that is? The only reason you were able to do that so easily is because Exgen exhausted his two actions. <laughs> I, I thought you might... Spend free will for a surprising action. <laughs> uh, so I didn't want to take any chances, but yeah, I, I knew he'd already blown up his action. <laughs> well, it's just funny because Action tried so hard, and Flux just pops over and takes it. I don't think we need a soundtrack to this. Top of the order. He will sigh again and then whistle a quick tune. Can I punch him in his fucking mouth as he's trying to whistle at that tune? Sure, but it's like trying to stop someone from talking, really. He's not taking an action. Yeah, but if he's going to try and use his mouth, I'd like to get a surprise a surprise attack in there. Like, oh god, he can steal my music! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, take an action to punch him in the mouth. Just a regular attack? 43 and 1-6. Alright, you punched him in the mouth. Well, he can't whistle now. Hopefully I did some serious damage. What's your wounds? Ten, uh, ten. And how many sixes did you get? One. All right, that adds two wounds. All right. So while he's in the process of whistling, he gets punched in the mouth for 12 damage. Ouch. Minus one for his armor, so that's 11 damage. He staggers back against the tree, bleeding from his mouth and kind of cl- falls to his knees as he spits blood and what appears to be a tooth onto the ground. Whoa, I hit him a bit hard. Yeah, your hand's kind of made of metal. <laughs> and he had no defenses. Well, you know, now we know not to do that. X-Gen, I need you to make a sense perception tracking roll. 26 and no success. You don't sense the air elementals as they attack you. Oh, Tracking has a bonus effect that once per session, you can choose to use your normal defense instead of special defense in any combat where you'd already seen an opponent. Mm-hmm. So if you want to use that, you can, but it's a once per session thing as they attack you from, they attack your surprise defense. Yeah, sure, I would like to do that. Alright, it's not going to matter. Well, you'll take less damage because you actually take more damage when you're hit in your surprise defense. I think that these Google dice are weighted. <laughs> Reroll. Well, the thing is, GM dice are still GM dice, digital or otherwise. Oh, so that's fourteen damage, thanks to the three sixes. 
As the air elementals strike you from above, from their invisible positions, or their formerly invisible positions. That's smart. And you get the feeling that was in response for punching their master in the mouth. Worth it! Totally. <laughs> uh, their section, second action will be an attempt to disarm Flux, and this attack will be defended by Might, as the wind itself literally pulls the flute from your hands. I, I do believe I defend against all. <laughs> Tricky bastard. Because okay, yeah, my dice must be weighted or something. <laughs> you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. The GM just admitted it. Because that's dice. a ridiculously high roll on five dice. See, I'll add my once perception perception in there. Actually, you know what? <laughs> You'll go and try and grab it. I'll become phased. Take that flute with me. You become insubstantial, and the wind just kind of swirls around through you. <laughs> And the fire elementals will turn on Savant. Since I forgot how powerful they were, I will go ahead and uh, take it, use one of my actions to take an active defense. They'll spend an action to move in close. Okay, can I swat them now? Uh, you haven't taken any actions this turn, so if you want to do a roll, if you want to try and beat their attack... Okay, that's my giant claw. 51. Yeah, so... As they start to wave their fiery hands towards Savant, uh, you stomp them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a... <laughs> and no more flames. You know, Savant doesn't know how to react to that, but how about she just goes ahead and gives him a thumbs up? I will look at the flautist and say, only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> I, have the, I have a Scott Pilgrim wow moment. Wow. <laughs> For like the third time. <laughs> I hope he feels bad about that. He's not really paying attention to you. He's still kind of spitting blood onto the ground. What did you do? I punched him in the mouth while he whistled. <laughs> I, did, I did something cheap, and I did it. I did it cheap because you got the flute for me. Let's <laughs> not do an open palm strike. He won't do as much damage. Yeah, she literally punched him right in the mouth with a her metal hand while he had no defense. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to make music with his mouth. I was protecting us. Make the music with your mouth, Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so X Gen, your turn. Yeah. Okay. I will try and shoot them. Eat hot laser, suckos. Pew pew pew. Gotcha, suckers. <laughs> Forty-four and no yeah. six. That hits how many wounds? Ten still? Yeah. Your lasers blast into them. It, they shred a lot, but they still seem to be holding it together a little bit. Uh, Savant. I go ahead and climb up a little Christian buddy here and then leap off to them, but that would involve me doing some fancy uh, movement. Well, you do have parkour. So, what's it going to take for me to parkour up Rex here and to get to the air elementals? Well, Senor Krusty hasn't gone yet, so if Rex wants... Didn't he use one action to save me? Yep, he still has one action, so if he wants, he could literally just pick you up and throw you at the air elementals. Okay, i got to think about this for a moment. She knows we know he's intelligent. In my mind, personally, I don't know if I would ask Julian to climb up because I really don't know whether he understands me in the first place. Well, we know that he rescued you from the rock elementals 
and then rescued you from the fire elementals. That just means that could be like his freaking girlfriend, like a King Kong. Plus, I don't want to take a chance of him accidentally crushing me with the freaking claw. He might not know his own strength. <laughs> okay, you, the, you said that the elementals are visible, right? Yeah, they can currently be seen. Okay, with my current size, can I reach them, or do I have to jump to get to them? Um, you're only 10 meters tall, and there are two range increments above the ground. Okay. If there are one range increment above you, I'd say yes. Well, he has jumping, right? Jumping of five. And jumping is strength-based, and you have a crap ton of strength. So, yeah. <laughs> if you decide to go do a jumping swipe at them... Exactly what I thought. I want to jump up and swing at them or smash through both hands. Yeah, I got no problem with you going friggin' flying through the air to swipe at them. Your height combined with your minimum jump makes it easy enough for you to get there. Okay. So all you gotta do is hit them. One giant claw coming up. Ooh, 15 on the dice. That's 52. How much damage? Uh, 12 damage. Yeah, they explode back into normal air. Coolness. So, do we need to get out of the way? Uh, probably. <laughs> Senor Rex, make me a fortune roll. Two dice, one of five. <laughs> Eleven, no sixes. Eleven, no sixes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys are going to have to do something to get out of the way, because one of his feet is likely going to land on you, or, if you're real lucky, next to you. But you're not feeling that lucky. I'm going to look up and go, this is about to be really interesting. Do you give up and let me uh, take you in? Or are you going to let him <laughs> land on you? He tries to mumble, he tries to say something, but all you really get are blood bubbles from his ruined mouth from where a metal hand punched him at full strength. Does he nod, yes or no? And he's trying to get away. He'll start crawling away from you guys. Alright, I am going to grab him, uh, and then spend, uh... Okay, so I'm still phased until my turn starts. But what I want to do is I want to spend two willpower to phase him and grab him. And just kind of grapple him as Crustacean Rex lands on top of us. (laughs) And I'm going to time this just right so that he does not want to uh, uh, resist here. Uh, my science already supports uh, power tricks, which this is a power trick. That's a 34 plus 4 dice. 24 plus 4 dice, because of grapple. That's a 37 to grapple him. Yeah, you have absolutely no trouble grabbing him. Okay, so I'm going to grab him and make sure he's facing the crustacean rex as he comes down and we face through his foot. You're mean. No, mean will be letting go. No, that's villainous. Yeah, that would be murder. <laughs> well, thanks for, you know, concerning me. In his uh, infinite dickery, he left you to fend on your own. I'm just curious. I'm curious. I'm like, uh, how messed up will I be if he lands on me? <laughs> well, you have ten stamina left before you could be knocked unconscious. You have four armor. All right, fine. I'll spend the three willpower because I'm a puss. <laughs> Yeah, like, X, X just looking up and thinking about it, and, like, mapping out how big he is, and kind of, uh, like, grits her teeth and, like, steps backward just enough to get out of, I guess, best of our range. Thanks. Thank, thank, thank you, Flex. 
I okay, fine. I, I won't add in. You're only ever going to see this once. <laughs> <laughs> and watch every every fight from now on. And there was the, the crab landing on people. Alright, so as the giant crustacean comes landing down, fortunately you don't feel anything squish beneath your feet. Flux has the flautist. All the elementals are gone. He's still bleeding from the mouth. He's still bleeding, so you know what? I'll be nice, and if I have anything I can use to help him with the bleeding, I will. So I'm just as a nice girl. Crustacean Rex shrink back to normal size. I um, I'm very nervous to talk to Crustacean Rex until we know we've got the flautist secured. I want to try and talk to him, but I think we need to take care of first as I'm like holding him. I just want to punch him in the face again, all because you uh, grabbed him instead of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have like future tech. No, no, I I get it. I'm, just, I'm still just you know. Did someone call Donnie D? Oh, well, yeah, the the police chief. Well, I can. I have a working cellular phone now. And uh, I guess Exgen uh, pulls up his uh, card that's been indexed in her in her memory banks and uh, calls him while her uh, hand glows a bluish teal color. She talks into it. So can you understand us? You talk to Crustaceous Rex? Yes. Clearly he can. Oh, sorry. Is that your name, Crustacean Rex? Crustacean Rex, what doctor call? Still holding the flautist, I'll say, which doctor is he talking about? Flautist can't talk. Oh, is he? Oh, come on, I didn't punch him that hard. Uh, yes, yes you did. (laughs) So, uh, you ask him a question, what does he just kind of like loopily look at you? With blood coming out of his mouth? He just kind of tips his head forward and lets the blood drain out of his busted lips. So Exgen sighs and rolls her eyes and bites her thumb until it bleeds and uh, walks over to him and just rubs it against his mouth. Well, now he looks horrified. (laughs) (laughs) Better than punching him in the face. I don't think I have anything to say to any of you miscreants. Mm. Oh, well, if that's the case, then uh, Exgen cocks back. At that point, Blink appears. Standing next to X-Gen. Nope, nope, nope. We're arresting him. The police are already on their way. Really? Because it looks like you're trying to kill him. No, I'm trying to hold him, and she just helped him. Really? Because it looks like she's about to punch him. Uh, Action like, uh, takes her hand, takes her fist, unballs it, and runs it through her hair. <laughs> no, just fixing my dudes. Really? Because it looks like you already punched him. <laughs> yes, we he got punched. Like Link seems to think for a second and goes, you know, I might be able to get him away from you. But is it worth the trouble? I'm not even going to bother to come well, Mr. Save the Earth was just attacking the giant monster for the doc... Well, I can't really... Well, you know what? That's, I'll give him finger quotes with my copy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just created a copy to do finger quotes? A copy on either side. Each one goes like this. <laughs> the one on the left gives this one. The other one on the right gives this one. So pretentious. So pretentious. <laughs> Doctor, so I'm wondering if Mr. Save the Earth is working for Space Hitler. He didn't want to answer, and so we just healed him. Yeah. Or rather, she just healed him. Exactly. So, but I think we'll just rub a hand over her face. 
I find it very hard to believe he'd be working for the doctor. Well, that's... God, I hope he's not uh, working for the doctor. Crustacean Rex is trying to escape a doctor. Isn't that right? Not. Giant, flopping crab head. <laughs> no, he's back down to normal size. <laughs> Link, will, what I said. Link will sigh again and go, Really? You named him Crustacean Rex. That's just cruel. He named himself Crustacean Rex. Doctor call Crustacean Rex. Crustacean Rex. Yeah, I would have gone with Crustaceosaurus Rex. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, it, it just has a feel to it. Yeah. Anyways, nice to see you, Blake. Bye. We got this handled. Thanks for stopping by. She'll narrow her eye. She'll narrow her eyes at you and go, "You." I do realize I know exactly where you sleep, right? And have the ability to open portals between two different places anywhere on the Earth. And yet you never come and visit me. No, but I could always make you go visit Russia. Is that an so, invitation to your house? Because I've already been there. Oh, boy. Should I know that? Should I, should I not ask? <laughs> should I just do a thing? So, blink will blink her eyes, not her entire body, and then turn and look at you, Flux. In my sleep, in my sleep. You're not the only person who can put a tractor on somebody. I thought something looked moved. Hey, look, you uh, you helped us get those uh, hostages free at the bank heist. I'm telling you now that MCPD are on their way. We're not going to hurt the flautist, are we? <laughs> Action looks up surprised. We just gave him medical treatment for the damage he received. We're just trying to find out if he's working for Dr. Lifespark. Especially after we had the conversation about just how bad things go because of him. Mecha Hitler. Mecha future Hitler. I thought it was Space Hitler. That too. So he's Mecha future Space Hitler? Yep. That gets worse every day. And I'm trying to allude to uh, not reveal any more of our conversations in front of the flautist in case he gets free or gets word back to life spark. Now I'm at a bit of an impasse. I'm still technically contractually obligated. Damn capture clause. Pack disappearing girl on head. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just kind of a bonk, bonk, bonk. (laughs) Do we know where uh, MCPD offices um, no, you don't actually know where he's staying. He's the only MCPD guy you know. No, okay. you have his phone number. Okay, so his address isn't on the card or anything? No. Where are they? Because they're taking a damn long time. We're, like, on the edge of the city. Um, Do I know where a police station is? Yes. Okay. I'll help you out. I want to teleport with uh, the flautist in tow to the police station. As you go to teleport, Blink's going to attempt to do something. Roll off! Just a movement roll? Yeah, I think we can just do competing movements. Oh, you know what? I have the perfect place to take him. I am not taking him to a police station. I correct that, but I know where I'm taking him now. <laughs> okay. I'll go all out. I, I want to make sure this happens. So I'm going to add my science because of where I'm going, and I will explode my die roll. <laughs> we rolled the exact same amount. So I got a 64. As you went to teleport, you actually felt her start opening small gates, but 
she was didn't seem like she was trying to take him. It seemed like she was trying to take something off of him. But you were fast enough to get away before she could. I'm going to take him to the classroom in between. <laughs> home sweet home? Uh-huh. That's my one waypoint. I can always go there. And I'm going to tell the flautist that this is a pocket dimension that exists in between different realities. I'm not really sure where that do- door goes. I wouldn't advise opening it. Wonderful. Now, when the MCPD arrives, I'll take you back so you can be arrested properly. Any of us know where you took him? Nope. Oh, okay, so you just disappeared with him. Well, I stayed there, too. Oh. Two of me stayed there. You know, the two that did the air quotes. So, yeah, after you disappeared, well, one of you disappeared with him, you hear Blinka mutter, damn. Okay, now we can talk. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Well, I couldn't get him to admit to it. Based on what you said, we know the Flavis is working for LifeSpark. Only problem with that is LifeSpark's very big on favors. So it's entirely possible, and I'm not trying to defend Faffy Boy over in wherever you brought him, but it is entirely possible that LifeSpark had me take a message to him that offered him a favor in return for collecting uh, Rex. Much like I offered LifeSpark a favor in return for healing all of you. Which is why I can't break my contract yet. I, I get that you have a code. Where did you guys find each other? I guess this is technically hard to say without bragging, but I'm really well known among almost all of the supervillain communities. No, I meant where did you find Frustration Rex here? Oh. Cage. With your skills, I'm assuming that every supervillain that ever wants something knows who you are. Yeah, I was trying not to say it that way. <laughs> After we talked, I went to go give LifeSpark a visit and talk to him, and Rex just kind of started waving at me. Did you see any other prisoners? No. I will look over at Rex when he starts to speak. What was that, Rex? Uh, fought some. Doctor take part, put it together again. He was taking people like you apart or people like her apart? Uh, not sure. But he made you fight them? Yeah. Look over at Savant. What does your dad look like? Okay, so he goes in and reads off, basically describing Hispanic, approximately six foot two, thin mustache, two inches from each side of the, of the middle of the lip, and it goes on. Okay, what, what do I have to roll to, to see if I remember seeing that person? Or is it not going to happen? <laughs> You've never really seen anyone who ca- who looked like that, but there's a good portion of the facility you're pretty sure you've never seen. Not seen, but not see everywhere. Do you know where they keep the other people? Cages. No. Flux just kind of shakes his head like, yeah, okay, that means. <laughs> <laughs> Link will raise her hand and go, uh, there is a slight other issue. The reason, apparently, I never noticed Rex before, cages are camouflaged. Camouflaged how? I think he's built some kind of camo tech. Until Rex moved, I never saw a cage. Once I got close to it, it was plainly visible to me. So, not camo, like invisible. Uh, what, what was that game? What was that game? Um, ah, crap, you're from... You're all fucked up on time and shit. You guys wouldn't know what I'm talking about. <sighs> Video game. It was called Metal Gear. And it guy had this thing called active camouflage. Caused it to blend into its surroundings. 
Why am I wasting my breath? I'm talking to a bunch of people who aren't from the same time zone as I am. No, I remember something like that in the 19th, in the early 50s, my father and I went ahead and did something with some Nazis that sprouted out. That originated from a video game because that's uh, a legit mod you can get. I mean, well, so this kind of cloaking technology has been around for some time. Miniaturized it to hide the cages. Who knows what else he has in that base? Right. I've never really delved deeper than his the main room that I usually talk to him in, and I've never seen cages or prisoners before. Otherwise, I probably would have stopped helping him a long time ago. So Rex, he would take these people you fought apart and then put them back together? Yeah. That's horrifying. Were they alive afterwards? With the green glow, yeah. Controls life energy. That's not a horrifying thought in the hands of a mad scientist. He's building genetic creatures, pitting them against one another, and then rebuilding them to make them something. Oh my god. I've been working with Dr. Moreau. I read that book. It was pretty good. I saw the movie. Uh, the one from 2915. <laughs> <laughs> the Spate Classroom of Dr. Moreau? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you see that? That, that was going on for like 900 years. It came, it came out around the same time as uh, Space Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Blink will reach into her pocket and pull out a card and hand it to Flux. What's the card say? A black card, just a white phone number written on it. I know where his base is, but I can't really snoop around much. He's got some pretty high-tech shit in there. And I'm a sneaky bitch, but I ain't that sneaky. Well, our, our crustaceous friend here managed to travel here. It's, it's no way that he made a path that could not be followed back. Well, we can certainly get him away without leaving a trail, if you're okay with that, Rex. Huh? They were able to follow you. We can take you away from here in a way no one can follow you. That good. As long as the doctor doesn't talk to... Well, even if the doctor talks to to Grayson. Grayson still doesn't know my involvement in saving Krusty here. Who's Grayson? Ah, crap. The music guy. I'm sorry. I was trying to talk to you, but I didn't want to let him know that you helped us out in front of him, just in case uh, Lifespark has a way of getting to him once he's arrested. Or once he's incarcerated. Much appreciated, because as long as Lifespark still thinks I'm technically kind of on his side, he won't try and kill me. He got a scary rip. If you were watching what just happened, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of whatever he's putting together if Rex is on our side. I thought she'll look over at Rex and go, are you on our side? You up for fighting the doc? Don't like doctor. Doctor wrong. Disappearing girl, good. Pat, pat, pat. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Alright, next time I visit, bring Tylenol. <laughs> Once you start getting any an idea for a plan going, call that number. She'll look over at XJ and go, don't ever go near my house again, or I'll find the, or I'll put you on the moon. Okay, but just, you know... Hold on, hold on. You've been to the moon? No, but I'm pretty sure if I strain really hard, I can open a portal to the moon. Okay, like, sure, but just one last suggestion. Maybe unpack some of those boxes, because it's looking a little bare in there. <laughs> I tried to leave everything the way it was. <sighs> I hate you all. 
Well, if you really want to help, I can always help you unpack. In fairness, this is before we ever had any conversations like this. Yeah, back when you were being a total difficult person to work Language! <laughs> you sure I can't drop her in the middle of the desert? Please don't. And if you ever need help, you know, decorating, we know the, we know the weather. So we can do it, you know, real fast. I swear, I'm going to break Frey out of prison just so I can drop her on top of you and let her just beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jasmine would love to get her hands on you again. I'm just trying to help. Until the musician gets out of prison, I guess I don't have to steal the last three items. Three items. So, ether? No, of course, you're one of those smart people. You would know that there's a fifth element in Greek mythology. I was a high school teacher. Explains the coat. Though, before she goes, you do notice her give a uh, mocking salute directly to Lieutenant Dobson, who scowls <laughs> at her. And uh, Don't forget to call the next time you need me to pick you up something, which makes him scowl more. All right. No mentioning our conversation with this guy. She said something to me about uh, politics that was unsettling. In what way? Well, the guy's walking up, so I, I will say that for another time. Hmm. All right. Dobson will walk up to you guys, though he looks a little apprehensive at the new addition. Did you guys go fishing? Uh, no, someone else did. We just helped bring in a... Uh, I, I'm sorry, this has been a long day. <laughs> I'm all bantered out. <laughs> Here. I have a present for you, and then I will bring the flautas back. All right. Who's this guy? He's the guy who attacked the caravan carrying Frey and the demon. What happened to his mouth? Uh, super fight. We found him like that. <laughs> Anything I need to know about this guy? Yes, he uses this flute and can summon elementals. I know he was able to stop a caravan... Or I had made the caravan uh, out of sync with reality, but somehow I was able to stop it also. So I don't know the full extent of his abilities. This is the guy who attacked the convoy that was carrying Frey? And then he attacked this gentleman here, who recently escaped from some sort of, I guess you'd call it a nightmare factory. They've been forcing him to fight against other people like himself, and uh, he's been locked in a cage. Wow, that's downright dickish. Well, come on, flute boy. Let's go get you accommodated with a jail cell. I, I will wait for a restraining collar to be placed around him before I let go. They collar him, cuff him, and then drag him off as he sulks. So all that's left to get caught is uh, Blink, right? Yeah, or... I'm working on that. <laughs> as you so rightly pointed out, it's easier said than done. Seems like you guys are having a bit of a powwow there. Well, yes, once you accept the fact that both of us can teleport away and can't really hold on to one another, what else are you going to do? Just, like, flail wildly in the wind? <sighs> Lord knows I've tried when it comes to Blink. Unless anyone has anything else to say, he'll meander off, grumbling. I have to, I have to go to the bank. i gotta get. I got to get my money on my passbook. I think the best thing to do here is, is to get um, Rex safely away and return uh, Savant to the bank. Not in that order. Or, you know, not together. <laughs> oh, man, at least I have my current ID. And I think we'll call the session there. 
And with just about uh, all the major villains taken care of, seems only one obstacle remains for the party. Savant getting a new update computer. Yes, the greatest threat you will ever face. Savant learning to use a computer. He has actually managed to catch the musician. I, I think that was a good session. I don't have anything else to add, to be honest. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> you guys have managed to uh, take away all of my toys. <laughs> all I have left is my doctor. And whatever monsters he's cooking up. So, you want to hear something funny about uh, the musician? Sure. Uh, once you took his flute away, his uh, defense was eight. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no warning there. I just, no, I have no idea. Well, the warning was supposed to be that every time you attacked him, he blocked by creating something to keep you from actually hitting him. Well, I was gonna attempt to do. I was gonna go ahead and try to do something crazy, like pull up fame, yeah. and then attack him afterwards. He's fun because his active defense is forty plus four dice. His normal defense is eight. <laughs> You exhausted his two actions, and then you disarmed him. It's like, well, crap. Well, I knew that taking the flute away was key, because that seemed to be how he was controlling the elementals. Well, the funny thing was, the whistle wasn't was basically just him giving a command to the elementals. I didn't actually expect X-Gen to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> I, no, I thought, you know, he was just as powerful, and I was worried. I was like, oh, he can control them with, you know, his mouth. That's like... And bam, there goes two-thirds of his stamina and a single metal fist to the face. Okay, yeah, he won't be doing much anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, usually one attack is not uh, a major thing, but I guess we negated all of his defenses, so yeah. My bad. No, don't feel sorry for him. He wanted to play in the big boy leagues. Without his magic, he's (laughs) just a normal human. Cool. I just punched a normal guy in the face. Like, no holding back. I think he'd be screaming in pain. Have his jaw broken. Well, he he couldn't scream. He was too busy gurgling blood and spitting out broken teeth. So what did you think of Rex in action, actually getting to play him? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it's mad scary in this fight, man. It was kind of fun because you get to stomp around a bunch of basically agent-level enemies. It's going to be interesting trying to fight alongside of him. Well, I think it's going to be two very different experiences because there's going to be fighting alongside of him in a building where he's like regular size and then what we experience today, which is him at full power. Yeah, I have a feeling the full power fights aren't going to happen very often. Well, three out of our four fights have all been outside. It helps that uh, one of your primary adversaries has been somebody who draws directly upon nature. Unfortunately, your next adversary apparently lives in caves. Oh, what's a few more tunnels then? Well, for you, possibly nightmares and flashback. I honestly never expected the musician to go down quite that easily. Uh, you didn't think we were going to try and take away his flute? I didn't think you'd be quite... I honestly thought you guys might actually spend a little more time fighting the elementals instead of both of you tag-teaming them right away. Well, I mean, he controls the elementals. Why wouldn't we go after him? Because the elementals were beating the crap out of poor Krusty. 
Well, Krusty seemed to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Krusty basically put the beat down on the old we well, there It's their fault for hitting him so hard that he had to force himself to get big. It was a fireman, so that really pissed him the hell off. They actually hurt him. So, for perspective, there's the 30-foot monster who's fighting six dudes at once, and then there's the guy who's controlling 12 dudes. <laughs> and got away last time. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> I mean, it is 1 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a fun session tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Glad to hear it. You guys uh, screwed me over again. You're welcome. That's what, we're, that's what friends are for. <laughs> yes, we're, we're coming towards fighting giant monsters. I mean, we just got to see what the rejects look like. Aww. That's the scary part. If he's the reject, what the hell he kept? The fun part is, is now I get to create some kaiju. Well, Mike, I, I will uh, point you towards the easiest way of creating kaiju. Make it a disaster. Well, maybe the big kaiju. But I got some smaller kaiju I've been thinking about. Bye. We hope you have enjoyed this presentation of the Three Rivers Academy. Our theme music is by Kevin McLeod and is available online at incompetech.com. So, does the devil live on 66th and 6th? Yes. Isn't that where your old apartment was? It actually was. I always had a fi- I always had a feeling. Dave's the devil. Did I tell you about my little brother? I recall vague stories about your little brother. My mom goes to live with her mother for a few months, and my little brother goes to Sunday school for the first time. At Sunday school, they asked my little brother, Spud, do you know who the devil is? To which, without missing a beat, he says, yes, he's my big brother. I'm sure they'd love that. Well, the sad thing is, this was like the same Sunday school teacher I had when I was in kindergarten or whatever age he was. So when he said that, did she go, eh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I was about to say, did she just nod and go, you are correct, son. You are correct. <laughs> I'm glad that you... I have a feeling about your family. I'm glad you recognize evil incarnate.